Today we're discussing Nehemiah. Uh, maybe the first chapter in Nehemiah, or a few verses out of the first chapter. Nehemiah was not a, a rich man, nor was he a powerful man. Nehemiah was a simple servant. He basically had the ears of the king because he was a king cupbearer. Now, being a cupbearer meant that during those days, it was easy for the enemy to get in and sort of like destroy the king or kill the king. So they were always nervous about who fed them food, who gave them water, uh, who gave them wine to drink. So Nehemiah's job was to drink from the cup before the king drank from the cup. So that if anybody had poison in the cup or anybody had put anything in the cup that was not in the king's favor, then the uh, king would not drink it. But Nehemiah, so that was a, a a very, in my opinion, a very prestigious job because you could, you might put something in the cup for the for the king. So the king had to trust you. So the king trusted Nehemiah. So Nehemiah was there in the king's house when some of his friends came by or some men came by from his homeland and he inquired as to how was things going back home? How, how, how was, and they informed him that things were not going well, that there was only a remnant um, amount of people there and that the walls of Jerusalem had been torn down. And this bothered Nehemiah. And I kind of equate that to today, you know, what is happening in the church. Whereas the church has been through, a, people have been through a pandemic, but the church has been through a pandemic too. The churches were closed. People weren't able to, come in the church and uh, do things like janitorial services and or maintain the church or keep the upkeep. So some of the churches are falling in. Some are falling in physically. Some are falling in spiritually. Uh, the upkeep has not been there. And even going back into the church now, um, we're having the social distance and so I, I even noticed just a couple of days ago where a pastor was taking appointments as to who could come to church on Sunday. So if you didn't get your appointment in, you could not make it to church on Sunday because he had limited space with social distancing and things like that. So the church is going to need some Nehemiahs or some men and women with the Nehemiah spirit that will just become uncomfortable with the physical and spiritual nature of the church and have a desire to build the church back. Now, having that desire is not going to be enough because these same people that have that desire must also have favor with God and they must have favor with their fellow man. Because 
<clears throat> at this point, since the church has not been functioning, it has put itself in a financial crisis also. So to, re to fix up the physical structure, there's not a whole bunch of money that the church has that it can do this. So this person or these people with the Nehemiah spirit must have the same favor with the Lowe's and the uh, depots and the Walmarts and the different companies that have the supplies that could donate those supplies to the church that could fix the physical structure in the church. But the church has to have the same relationship with the construction companies, the contractors, and the laymen that they would come in and volunteer their help to help the church. Nehemiah, in fact, the entire book of Nehemiah, and certainly we don't have enough time to discover that, uh, discuss it this morning, but Nehemiah was about a man that had that spirit. He just believed that God wanted the best for his people. And in order to get the best from God, you had to have a willingness to give God your best. It didn't always mean that you had everything. I had one of my elders to say to me one time that if money can fix it, it's not broke. Well, to a certain degree, that's true. But money can't always fix your spiritual needs. There's, there's a part of you that has to have the Spirit of God. The church provides that avenue. It provides that, that station in life. It, it, it provides that solitude. You go you're working seven days a week. And for one hour or two hours or whatever time it takes or however long you have church, you can go sit in a sanctuary and relieve yourself of all the problems, all the miseries, all the circumstances that have come to you in the last seven days. But at the same time you release all of that, you can also become energized to go out and deal with the world and circumstances for seven additional days. There's no other institution in the world. No coaching, no motivational institution, no institution of higher learning that can do in years what the church is able to do in a few hours. That, that few hours that you are connected with God are the most comfortable hours, the most relaxing hours the most peaceful hours 
that you experience in an entire week. Now, can you imagine going an entire year without having that moment with Christ? It really makes your life difficult. But now that you've gone through that and you've survived, that part of your life has to come back. And one of the things that I'm always concerned, you'd always think about, there was an old song that people used to sing. It says, uh, when we all get together, what a time, what a time. We're going to sit down by the banks of the river can you imagine all of God's children getting together on the banks of a river and telling about all the incidents of the last year? All the things we've been through. All the perils that have happened in the world all of the successes and all of the failures. But it says we're going to sit down by the banks of the river. What a time. What a time. When all God's children get together. Well, What a time when we get back into our churches. When we hear the call to worship on Sunday morning. When we can go in our fellowship hall and break bread together after a wonderful sermon. When we can shake hands and hug one another, not no longer worry about social distancing or whether or not we're contagious or not. What a time. What a time. But before all of that happens, we need some men and women with the Nehemiah spirit. Let's go help somebody build their church. Bring their church up to par. Maybe cut the grass. Maybe wash the windows. Maybe help paint the building. But the church has been through a pandemic itself. And it needs someone or some people with the Nehemiah spirit. Amen. Amen.